Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs. Hello, young chefs. Hello, young chefs. And welcome back to... Ah! Ah! Yikes. What are... Who is... Who Who are you? you? I'm Frank. Why are we yelling? Frank, we're yelling because who are you and what are you doing here? I'm introducing the show. Our show? Yes, our show. No, it's not our show. It's me and Molly's show. It's my show now, too. I have a contract. What contract? I never signed a contract. Look, right here. Signed by Chad Chinell. Chad? What's going on here? Let's sort this out after the theme. For now, we should at least try and get this episode started. It is our season premiere, after all. I'm Molly, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. I'm Mitzi. I'll admit, Molly's right-hand gal and co-host on the show. And I'm Frank. Welcome to season six of Mystery Recipe. Yeah, I wanted to say that. Ugh, can you believe it, listeners? Six seasons of wacky segments, experiments, and games for the whole family. I mean, how exciting! As you probably already know, every week we talk about the fun and fantastical side of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we use all those ingredients to make a mystery recipe together. Can you guess what it is yet? (sighs) We have a great episode for you today. First off, we will be meeting our brand new official ingredient guesser who is going to help us figure out this week's theme. Then, Champ is back to tap into some useful knowledge in today's scoop. And finally, everyone's favorite climate change fighting butter knife, Kyle, is here with a new segment, The Sustainable Solution. I cannot wait to jump into a whole new season, listeners. It's going to be so much fun. This is not working for me, Molly. Let's just cut to the theme. Yes, to the theme song. Oh, now Frank is throwing us to the theme. Chad, what's going on here? Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Oh, I'm feeling faint. Mystery recipe. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. All three of us. Hey, Mitzi. Hey, Molly. Hi. Frank. Hi, Chad. Chad, can you please explain what is going on here? Molly, I sent you an email about this. <laughs> did, did, did you not get it? I did not get it. Okay, so you probably remember Frank from his voiceover work on our season six trailer. Ah, yeah, that was you? Nice work. It sounded great. Oh, thank you. I, I, I practice a lot, you know. Well, <laughs> there was a little... Mix-up with his contract. A mix-up? What kind of mix-up? Well, it might have asked him to... Co-host the entire sixth season. Ta-da! What? 
It was in the fine print. I didn't realize. And listen, I didn't want to insert myself into your little show, but when I learned that you all agreed to it, I couldn't let this opportunity go. This podcast is great. What can I say? I need the work. So, Chad, can you show me to my dressing room? Dressing room? I don't get a dressing room. It was in the contract. How could you not proofread that? Tiny fonts make my head hurt. Uh, dressing room? Okay, okay, let's go. I hope the bowl of red Skittles are there. The what? Read the contract. Read the contract. That's it. Chad, wait! Listen, if you're going to tell me you're upset, or worse, disappointed, I get it. I'm upset too, and I'm really sorry. No, it's not your fault, Chad. Really? I mean, it is literally all your fault. True. But listen... You have to read over that contract, every tiny letter of it. There's got to be something in there we could use to get our show back. It's our only hope. You're right, Mitzi. I'll see what I can do. I'll come back if I find anything. What a mess. Ugh, tell me about it. I don't know what we'll do if we have to host the show with Frank all season. Well, we can't worry too much for now. Let's see what Chad can find in the contract. While we wait... Should we head to our first segment? Yes! The show must go on, as they say. All right, it's time for our first round of Guess the Ingredient for Season 6. For Guess the Ingredient, I am going to play three sounds, and you at home get to try and guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. Any guesses what ingredients these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up Ava Lee. Ava Lee is 11 years old and lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, Ava Lee. Hi. How are you? I'm good. So glad to hear it. Well, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to have you join us this season as our official ingredient guesser. Ava Lee, since this is our first episode, do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah. So my name is Ava Lee, and I am 11 years old, and I love to do soccer, and I also speak a lot of Spanish, and I'm also learning French, and I also love to bake and cook. You do? What's your favorite all-time food? Mm, Either ramen or pho, or watermelon. Or Brussels sprouts. I like a lot of stuff. Tell us a little bit more about pho for some listeners who may not know what that is. Um, pho is um, a Vietnamese dish, and it has like ramen-like noodles, but they're a little bit thicker and longer. Um, and then it has like the same kind of broth as ramen, and you can put shrimp in it. You can put meats like beef, chicken, pretty much anything you want to. And it has like a little bit of jalapenos. Um, green onion, and it's just, like, oh, awesome. It's 
it's so good. So yeah, super delicious. Amazing. I would like pho right now. Well, let's get started with guess the ingredient. So here's how this is going to work. I have three sounds here, and I'm going to play them for you, one at a time. And you can use them as hints to help our listeners guess what our ingredient theme will be for this week. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Here's your first one. Okay, that kind of sounds like somebody throwing something into a pot. What about it sounds like throwing it into a pot? Is there something in the pot? Yeah, it sounds like water or oil in the pot. So one big hint I have for you overall is not all of the sounds take place in the kitchen. Keep that in the back of your mind and keep the idea of a liquid in the pot in the back of your mind. And let's move on to the next sound. Okay. This sounds like um, kitchen sink water. So like a faucet? A faucet, there you go. That's the word. Any ideas what that might mean for this ingredient? Maybe they could be washing something. Excellent guesses, good thoughts. We have one more sound for you. Let's listen. lot of that here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I think that that sound is like thunder and rain. Excellent guess. That was the sound of rain. So now you probably have an idea of what this ingredient is, but in case you still haven't guessed it, listeners at home, I have a few hints for you. This ingredient is a major component of nearly all foods. It's also something that we use to heat or cook certain recipes, like when a recipe asks us to boil or steam something, and our bodies are 60% this ingredient, like right now and all the time. So with those hints and our three sound clues, can you guess what ingredient we'll be focusing on this week? Water. Yes. Welcome to Water Week. All this week, we're going to be talking about H2O, the basis of life on Earth, and an important ingredient and tool in so many dishes. Our bodies are 60% water. Raw meat is 75% water. That's a lot of water. (laughs) I know, it is a lot of water. Water affects the shape of our planet. It basically is the weather, and it's something that we all come in contact with multiple times a day, every day. I can't wait to see what science is hiding behind this seemingly simple kitchen ingredient. So, Evelie, now that you know what our ingredient is, are those sounds making more sense to you? Yes. So what was that first one? Okay, I think it's like an ocean hitting the sand. Exactly right. That was a tricky one to start with because it's not a kitchen sound. It was the sound of the ocean. And the ocean is obviously made up of water. In fact, over 96% of the water on Earth is in the ocean. And that second sound, you got it. That was a sink turning on and water coming out of the faucet, something we all hear many times a day, I'm sure. 
And that last sound you also got was rain, an important part of the water cycle, which we will learn a bit more about later. Ava Lee, wonderful job with Guess the Ingredient this week. You are a pro already. Thank you. We'll talk to you again next week. See you. Bye. Mitzi, Molly. Chad, did you find something in the contract? Nothing. What? Then why'd you sound so happy and run into the room smiling like that? Because you aren't Frank. He's such a hard guy to spend time with. But this contract is airtight. As long as he fulfills his duties and hosts every episode, I think we're stuck with him. Ugh, that's not what I was hoping to hear, Chad. What's not what you were hoping to hear, Maisie? It's Mitzi. Oh, what did I say? Okay, listen. Frank, if you're going to be here all season, then we may have gotten off on the wrong foot. Let's start over. Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Mitzi, and you're ruining everything. Mitzi. Sorry. I mean, you're Frank. You're our new co-host, Frank. Want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, sure. Uh, Let's see. I'm Frank. I'm a voiceover actor, mostly do narration for commercials and movie trailers and things like that. Oh, anything we'd know? I just did the trailer for the new My Little Pony movie, but it's not out yet. Really? Seems a little intense for My Little Pony. Yeah, well, the new film takes a surprisingly dark approach to the franchise. Any likes? Dislikes? Well, I like Red Skittles. And I strongly, strongly dislike every other color Skittle. Which is why, Chad, my contract specifically states that every other color Skittle be removed from my dressing room. Right, right. You mentioned that. I'm on it. Uh, So, what's next? Well, next up is the scoop. Hey, champ, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Molly. Hi, champ. Hey, Mitzi. Hi, champ. Hi. Wait, who's that? Champ, this is... Molly, I can't. I'm too sad. This is Frank. He's our newest co-host. But never mind that. We are so excited to have you back for season six. How have you been? Pretty good. I've been chilling over the summer and having a lot of fun with friends. We are so glad to hear that, champ. So, champ, who are we talking to today? Well, Frank, today I'm not going far. I'm right here on the ATK set to talk to Rob. So excited to be here with you today, Rob. Um, something might be a little bit off with this mic, Molly. Give me a second here. Well, while you figure that out, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. My favorite part of the episode, the commercial break. Favorite part of the episode? Molly, could you believe this guy? Grown-ups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Driscoll's. Driscoll's berries are sweet snacks worth sharing straight out of the container. I told my kids, Olive and Toby, all about them while we snacked on some Driscoll's blackberries. Olive, did you know that Driscoll scientists and berry innovators have worked for years to make a blackberry that is so sweet and delicious that all you have to do is rinse them off and you're good to go? You think these blackberries are good enough to eat on their own? Yes, because 
These are so sweet. Yeah, Toby. Do you like sharing snacks with me? No. The sweetness isn't just inside these Driscoll's blackberries. It's also in the moments they help make. Just add only the finest blackberries to make your everyday moments a little sweeter. Visit driscolls.com slash ATK to discover more. Hi, grown-ups! In our latest cookbook, Kids Can Cook Anything, we help you teach your young chefs how to cook anything, such as bike tires, fake flowers, even the concept of joy. Uh, hey, Chad, we don't literally teach kids how to cook anything. Oh, hi, Afton, deputy food editor here at America's Test Kitchen Kids. We do have 70-plus recipes in this book, but they are only recipes for food. Has your young chef ever wondered about the best way to chop an onion or separate an egg or even how to make fancy-looking chocolate pastry puffs for breakfast, an oven-baked chicken with teriyaki sauce for dinner? Kids Can Cook Anything, the new book from ATK Kids, answers all of those questions. Oh, wow. Plus, there's QR codes throughout the book that link to video examples, which make this way more than your average cookbook. But Afton, who's going to show me how to cook a bike tire? Hopefully no one. Grown-ups, you can get Kids Can Cook Anything wherever books are sold or by going to atkkids.com slash shop. And we're back. And Champ is here with Rob Fossey, the faucet. Take it away, Champ. Thanks, Molly. How are we today, Rob? Sorry, your mic is working fine, but we're having trouble understanding you. Can you speak up a little? One more time, Rob. Oh, I should turn on the faucet? Oh, okay. Let me see here. Hot or cold? Oh, okay. Doesn't matter. Um, okay. Got it. Here we go. Oh, oh. Oh, that's better. Mm, thank you, champ. Oh, you went with the hot water. Warm and toasty. <laughs> thank you, thank you. No problem, Rob. So, do you want to introduce yourself for us? Well, sure. I'm Rob Fossey, and I'm a faucet here on set of America's Test Kitchen. Pretty famous in terms of faucets, not going to lie. <laughs> but I'm sort of a water choreographer. I'm the last step on water's long journey to your kitchen, and really give it that last-minute direction before it hits the stage. That's interesting, Rob. Can you tell me a little bit more about that journey? I can, yes. I would absolutely love to. <laughs> oh, golly. Is it getting hot in here, or is it just me? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think it might just be you. All right, well, it's getting a little hard to focus here, champ. Uh, do you mind? Oh, did you want me to... Yes, can you please just turn the... Uh... Turn down the temperature, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Okay, okay, here. Uh, let's switch to cold. Okay, okay, okay. Whew, sorry. I can get a little hot-headed there. Anyway, where was I? Oh, right, yes, water. So, champ, what do you know about how water gets to your house? Well, not much. I think it comes from a treatment plant or something, and then it arrives in pipes? Well, that's not wrong. But it's also much more complicated than that. 
It's all a little bit different depending on where you live, so I'll explain it kind of uh, generally. But water starts in one of two places, as surface water or as ground water. Surface water you've seen before. It's things like rivers, lakes, reservoirs, and streams. And groundwater is water that gets absorbed into the ground when it rains. Huh. So tap water comes from lakes and streams? Sure does. Then what happens? Well, it gets piped into something called a treatment plant. And what does it mean to treat water? Well, if you've ever been to a lake or a stream, you know how you might not want to drink from it. There's lots of things in that water, from leaves or rocks or plastic or litter, or even tiny microscopic things like bacteria or viruses that you can't see with your naked eye, which is... which is why... Sorry, um, are, are you okay, Rob? I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. I'm just... <laughs> just a little cold here. I feel myself kind of slowing down here. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Here, maybe I can do some hot water and some cold water? That might... that might be the right move. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. I can feel that already that's much better. <sighs> okay, thank you, champ. No problem. Now, where was I? Water gets treated at a treatment plant? Oh, yes, and it's honestly very complicated. There's lots of things that happen. Basically, there's a big filter to get rid of the bigger stuff the leaves and rocks and plastic. Then there's often a chemical called lime that is added to help remove any minerals that might make the water taste funky or stain your sink. <laughs> and other chemicals and more tiny filters are used to clean up the water even further and make it safe to drink. Huh, so a water treatment plant makes water safe to drink. That's right. And there are water treatment plants all over the US. Grown-ups can look up your water treatment plant online if you want to know more about how it works. So, after the treatment plant? After the treatment plant, it gets piped into people's homes and to businesses and restaurants and schools, even fire hydrants with the help of water towers and water pumps. It's a very intricate dance that covers a lot of distance, tons of effort, miles and miles of pipes, and lots of hard work goes into making sure there's safe, clean water available whenever you turn on the tap. That's something I didn't think about that I'm pretty lucky to have. That's right, champ. Not everyone in this country has access to clean drinking water from the tap. And clean drinking water is even harder to come by in other countries around the world. Which has me thinking... Maybe I should turn you off and wrap up this interview? It might be a good idea. There. Well, that's our scoop for today, folks. 
Tap water comes from either surface water or groundwater. It's made safe to drink at water treatment plants. And it's not something that we should take for granted. Not everyone has access to clean drinking water from their tap. Couldn't have said it better myself. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, Champ. And thanks to Rob Fossey for that lesson in waterworks. Molly, I just remembered something that is going to save this day for me. What's that, Mitzi? Our next segment. Knock, knock. Kyle. Hi, Molly. Hi, Mitzi. Who's Who's this? this? Kyle, this is Frank. It's a long story. Frank, this is Kyle. He's a butter knife who's passionate about sustainability and fighting climate change. Also, kind of a long story. Kyle, I am so happy to see you. Me too. I'm so glad to be back. I've had so much fun looking into all our ingredient themes this season. There are some really good ones I'm especially excited about. Ah, No spoilers, Kyle. Right. Sorry. Well, I'm just excited to be looking into how sustainability and our theme ingredients intersect. There are so many things that taking care of the environment and learning about where our food comes from have in common. Which is why we are so excited for you to be back this season with your own segment. Want to tell us more about it? I'd love to. Thanks, Molly. Today and in episode one each week, I'll be back for The Sustainable Solution. In The Sustainable Solution, I'll be focused on something called sustainability. Sustainability. It's like one of my all-time favorite abilities. That's great, Mitzi. Do you want to explain to our listeners what it means then? Sure. I, uh, uh, yes, sure, yes, of course. That would make sense since I love sustainability so much. <laughs> sustainability, listeners, is, um, one's ability to hold a note for a very long time. N- Not quite, Mitzi. The sustainability I want to focus on this season is all about nature or the environment. See, all life on Earth is a part of and depends on nature. As people, you need to drink water, eat food, and breathe oxygen in order to stay alive, among other things. Nature or the environment provides us with the resources of food, water, and oxygen. Sustainability is when we are careful about how we take these resources from nature so that there's enough resources left to support your children and your children's children for years to come. So to study environmental sustainability means to learn about ways we can protect nature and not take too many of its resources all at once. That's right, Molly. Each week, I'm going to use our ingredient theme to talk a little bit about sustainability. So... Are we ready for today's segment? Let's do it. All right, friends. Welcome to The Sustainable Solution. Inventive name. Sometimes the obvious choice is the right one. Today, we're going to talk about bottled water. That's right, listeners. Bottled water has become very popular in the U.S. and around the world, but it is not at all sustainable. In order to understand why, Let's talk about renewable and non-renewable resources. A renewable resource is one that is part of a cycle. Water is a renewable resource. Like we learned from Rob, humans get water from the ground or from lakes and streams. We drink that water and it becomes pee. Hey, it's just a fact of life. Or we use water to cook or bathe. Either way, it ends up back in the sewer when we flush the toilet or pour it down the drain, becoming what we call 
wastewater. From the sewer, that wastewater heads to a wastewater treatment plant where it's cleaned up or treated and eventually returned to lakes or streams. And from there, the cycle begins all over again. Because this cycle repeats itself, water is considered a renewable resource. It becomes new again, renewable. We can use it over and over. Now, one of the issues with bottled water is the plastic bottles that it's sold in. Those plastic bottles are not a renewable resource. That's right, plastic is made from oil. In fact, according to Harvard University, 17 million barrels of oil are required to produce enough plastic water bottles to meet America's demand for bottled water every year. And oil is not a renewable resource. The type of oil used to make plastic is fossil fuel. It was made when plants and animals died millions of years ago and were buried deep underground. There's only so much oil on the planet. It isn't part of a cycle and won't get renewed, which is why plastic is a non-renewable resource. We don't have any dinosaurs left to make more. Never mind the extra packaging bottled water requires, and it gets shipped to a grocery store and then driven over to your house. All of which requires even more fossil fuels. So, if you need to drink water on the go, a reusable water bottle is the way to go. Ask your grown-ups if you can drink the tap water in your area. If so, then that is the sustainable solution. Wow, that was an excellent first edition of The Sustainable Solution. I'm really glad to know more about renewable and non-renewable resources. Thank you, Kyle. No problem, Mitzi. See you next time, Molly. Bye, Frank. Bye, Kyle. Well, I think we're about out of time for today's episode. Really? Thank goodness. I'm exhausted. Uh, I'm surprised to hear that. I mean, you hardly did anything besides eat your red Skittles. Mm-hmm. I love red Skittles. Hey. All the other colors, we know. Wait a minute. Holly, I think I have an idea. What is it, Mitzi? Well, Chad said that as long as Frank hosts every episode, we're stuck with him, right? Right. Well, what if we make an episode that Frank refuses to host? He'll break the contract and we'll get our show back. Hey, why are you two being all secretive over there? Oh, no reason, no reason. So, Molly, I know that we are about out of time for today. But I am so excited for our next episode. <laughs> Me too. So excited. Can't wait. Do you want to tell us what it's going to be about, Mitzi? Oh, of course. We've been working up to this episode for six seasons now, but I am so excited to say next up is our Skittles episode. What? That's right. We are going to cover every color Skittle ever. Like green. Oh, no. And yellow. Gross. And orange. I'm feeling faint. And purple and pink. And of course, we'll have the whole rainbow. Including red, right? Including red, right? Actually, no. 
We've just got time for green, yellow, orange, purple, and pink. But we have so much to talk about, and we're going to spend hours on just those colors and not red at all, ever. There is no way. Chad, I can't do it. I just can't do it. There isn't enough money in the world. No time for the red Skittles. Well, then I have no time for you two. Oh, no, you cannot be serious. Oh, I am deadly serious. What kind of rainbow Skittle agenda are you pushing here? I'm here. What do you need, Frank? I quit! You... what? I quit. I'm going to start my own podcast, all about red Skittles, and it'll be called Not a Mystery Recipe, because the recipe will be the same every time! It's just red Skittles! Give me that bowl, I'm taking this with me. No time for red, but purple and green, monsters! Can't believe it, waste of time. Ugh, I can't believe I ever signed that contract. Mitzi! Mitzi, you did it! I did it! We have our show back! Bye, Frank! That was amazing! Brilliant thinking there, Mitzi. Thank you! Ooh, phew, that was a close one. Yeah, sorry again, friends. I am going to double and triple check contracts from here on out. I promise. Don't worry about it, Chad. It all worked out in the end. So glad to have you back as my right-hand gal and one and only co-host, Mitzi. Okay, now I'm crying. Listeners, we'll be back with more hydrated content for you next time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? With just water... It could be anything. You'll have to keep listening to find out some more ingredients. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like our show, feel free to share it with a friend or leave us a review, give us some stars, and tell us what you think about the show. Oh, we love hearing from you. Until next time, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Mitzi, and I am a starfruit, and Molly Birnbaum, who is a honey crisp apple. Chad Chennai is a writer and producer. He is a kumquat. Andrea Vavjan is a kanepa, and Katie O'Hara is a lemon, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Audio services are provided by Ultraviolet Audio, with sound design supervision by Matt Boynton. He's a nectarine. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, a banana, and additional engineering by Eric Gorman, a raspberry. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music, and Jonathan is a mangosteen. Our director of post-production is Hen Margolis. She is a pomegranate. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who is also a dragon fruit. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a watermelon. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a blueberry. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a mango. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's also a raspberry. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, art director, Gabby Hominoff, deputy food editor, Afton Cyrus, Associate Editors, Andrea Vavjan, Katie O'Hara, and Tess Berger. Editorial Assistant, Julia Arwin. Photo Test Cook, Ashley Stoyanov. Test Cook, Faye Yang. And Managing Producer, Yumi Araki. 
This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Champ Hollins, Jonathan Cormer, Farron Bass, Brian Green, and Ava Lee Wright. Thanks again to our sponsors, Driscoll's and Sengoku. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. So, Chad, what are you going to do with that dressing room now that Frank is out of the picture? Good question. I guess it's free for now. Dibs. Ah, can we share it, Molly? Of course we can. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.